It was hot. It's been hot the last few days. It's are, not. Are you doing anything outside? Uh, I need to. I've, I've been pretty good about uh, cutting my grass like on a weekly basis, but it's been so fucking hot. Every time I go out there, I'm, I'm a little behind. It needs to be cut. Yeah, I'm going. I go swimming and stuff. Gotcha. It's the only. It's the only way I can get outside, is to get in the fucking water. I went to. Uh, I was in Wilmington last week and partied, and it was nothing better than. Getting fucked up and swimming in the swimming pool. Oh, I know just it, man. Day. It was fucking yeah. great. Everybody else was at work, and me and this other degenerate are just just hanging out while his wife's at work, and, you know. Yeah. Money. So there wasn't like a and pool full just, of people. We're just drinking beer. Yeah. Smoking and just fucking smoking doing, weed. Uh, no cigarettes. Doing some other things, probably that. I gotcha. Really don't, I don't need to talk about. <laughs> Gotcha. Um, yeah. Well, today we actually have a fucking topic today. Absolutely. Like the, you know, first episode we were free balling. Today we're we're kind of gonna you know delve into mushrooms a little bit. Uh, mushrooms. We're not talking. I hate fucking mushrooms. Uh, yeah, I've honestly like, it's like been, if we're talking about like with food. Really. I hate fucking mushrooms. Yeah, I like stuffed mushrooms. They're okay. I can eat. A mushroom raw in a salad. If it, but you know when a mushroom gets boiled, it takes on this uh, just this slimy ass texture. I can't stand texture. Has a lot to do with whether or not I like something with food. Right. And mushrooms just always gross me out. Yeah. But we're not talking about regular mushrooms. Uh, we are talking about hallucinogenic mushrooms. Oh. Uh, magic mushrooms. Mm. Shrooms. Shrooms. Um, well, I don't like hallucinogenic mushrooms. I've done them. Uh. Dozens of times, and I've had interesting. Very wow, interesting, I've only done it twice. Uh, interesting experiences, but I've never like enjoyed them. The only time I, I've enjoyed them was that that point in time where you come back down and have your senses about that's that's really? high within itself when, I, when you're sane again. I understand. Yeah, that's how LSD is with me. Like, there's like a peak, but like after that. It's all about coming back to your senses, and when you when you start coming back, that's the that's it feels good. Right, right. <laughs> See, with acid though, um, acid to me was always playful, and it was more visually stimulating. For sure, mushrooms for me were all in my head. But I, I, I don't, you know, like when you did them, how many did you do? Like when I did them, I just did them with a friend. I, I've only done it twice, and both times we got basically the same amount. We ground it up like in a reefer grinder or right. herb grinder, <clears throat> and just split two even piles and like ate them and like ate a cracker behind it. Well, the way people sell them these days are dried, and um, they're easy to weigh out. Uh, for starter dose, you normally want to do no more than like an eighth or half an eighth. Is really what's an eighth like in terms of how many? A dried out mushroom. It might be one or two little mushrooms. Like. When I first got mushrooms or had the uh, opportunity to do them, this was in high school, and we actually got turned on to a field. Um, oh, you got the fresh kind. Yeah, so we didn't really <clears throat> like to use them out. The first time we made a huge pot of tea, and you know that night this was a <laughs> it was a shroom party. I mean, it was a house full of kids losing their minds. One of our friends. Did it, par- did it do right? 
I, it did right and it did wrong and it's I get it types of like that's things. the kind of way I want to do it but it was it was in a T that'd be great that, but um after that it, normally we would do about five whole mushrooms a, just a piece or yeah, that's, no that's, way yeah it's way too much yeah that sounds like a lot I, I had a bad time because I never did a moderate amount but you said you did it like a dozen times like right. I, 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 I never did a little <clears throat> amount it was always you know so like what the, the time after when you knew you didn't really like it you thought I'll take a little bit more maybe it'll be better or was that it was never like taking more it's just like ah we're doing this again and everybody you know we're I was kind of like that with LSD at a point to the point where I'm like I'm not doing that anymore like I did it, I did like it because I did that probably. I don't know if I should say this or not because it's ridiculous. Just saying it out loud is ridiculous. But I've probably taken LSD maybe twenty times or maybe more in my life, and that's you know they that's that's a lot. Yeah, there's there's a rumor <clears throat> around that if you if you trip more than seven times, you're legally insane. Yeah, so I've heard that. We're definitely both. Um, um, yeah, that's, um, for sure. I know people who are less crazy that get a check from the government, so I need to make some calls. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. Um, it was one summer. It was, I would say, in between junior and uh, senior year of high school. Uh, we were setting out to find mushrooms. We had done acid a few times. Uh, we all loved it. So we thought mushrooms would be the same thing. Um, so we set out. It was a, just a summer of shroom hunting, right? Uh, we knew kind of what they looked like. and You were looking for the kind in a field, like, growing. Right, no, but we knew exactly what to look for, kind of. But that's the benefit of living in the South is that they do grow, and there's lots, plenty of cow fields to search. And, you know, it took us a long time to find them, and we never did find them on ourselves, by ourselves. One of our friends in a, a town about 30 miles away from us said he knew somebody could get some, and he needed a ride. So we go pick this kid up who takes us to this old guy's house. We pick the old guy up. Now there's a car full of young people <laughs> and an old guy. <laughs> and this old guy. Gotcha. He takes us down this dirt road. Oh, you don't want to be then, this guy. Then he, stop, he says, stop. Uh-huh. He gets out. He leaves for about a half an hour comes back with a brown bag filled with fresh mushrooms okay well he fucked up because he took us close enough to this field that we could figure it out we found out where it was and we went back and pillaged this thing but that night it was uh that was the night of the shroom party right my buddy's parents were going out of town so Uh we had it all set up I remember because we had a big bag of shrooms, and we we're gonna make a huge, just a vat. It was a fucking vat of shroom tea. Oh my god! Nobody had any clue about dosage, and right, right. It was, it was oh my huge, god! I mean, it was a huge storm coming in. It, it just set up like I remember we we all drank our first glass. You know, probably a big twelve ounce glass. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> That's ridiculous. And we were sitting around listening to um, the storm was about to set in, and. Uh, we're listening to Cypress Hill, Temples of Boom. That's a fucking weed party. Dude. Oh, Temples of Boom? Oh, and gotcha. we're, well, yeah. we're smoking a lot, too, but the, the vibe behind, if you listen... That album's a little different than the yeah, other ones, yeah. And that's the thing about hallucinogens. It's all about set and setting. Mm-hmm. All right, so there was all, yeah, all right, it was setting a weird vibe with that CD. One, two of my friends almost got in some little altercation. One had to leave. 
that was some more bad vibes. All right. Then shit just starts going fucking bananas. All right. I just remember looking over at my friend. First, first of all, I'm thinking to myself, we picked bad mushrooms. I think I'm going crazy. I'm not going to come back from this. You know, that's right. constantly on replay. Of course, right. And then I look over at my friend, the one that had, uh, you know, taken us out there. This kid, he grew up rough, you know, kid that was into drugs and stuff. And I looked over at him, and he was losing his shit. And he wasn't keeping it together like me. Right. I, was, I was thinking I was losing my shit. But I was Do I know this more. person? Huh? Do I know this person? No. Okay. And I, I look over at him, and he's just blathering. He's just like, drugs are losing my life. Or drugs are ruining my life. He's like trying to eat a cookie and spilling water all over. You can just see it. He's a fucking mess. He's a mess. And just looking at him, I was like, "Oh shit, this is not gonna. It's not gonna be a good night." It ended up being pretty cool. We end up. It was weird. We end up fucking up in this attic, which overlooks the living room. And that there has like a a beam that goes out over the living room. Mm -hmm. By the end of the night, we're fucking climbing across the living room on this fucking beam. A bunch of tripping kids fucking my friend falls down the wall knocks down all the fucking pictures it was it was a great it was a great fucking night <clears throat> the fucking it, the most interesting part of this was we had this little kid that was a lot younger than us little jim tough little motherfucker badass but he would always try to hang and uh he had going to a timeout room for a little while which I think of was a somebody there supposed to be babysitting? No, it's just like you know, it was just so much going on. Everyone were the going, parents home? No, but the kids, uh, my friend's parents were out of town. We had the whole house to ourselves. But he was babysitting his brother. No, no, little little Jim was just a friend. He was just a younger kid, a little bit younger than us. Gotcha. Like you know, like three or four years. Ah, uh, not too much younger. Yeah, gotcha. we were all like eight, seventeen, and eighteen. He was like you know, fifteen. Or gotcha. Something. But um. He had to go into a timeout room, and he comes out. That's what threw me off, the timeout room. I was like, yeah. timeout? Timeout room is just like, you know, things got so hectic at the party, and it was just, like, too overwhelming. So you had to just, you know, get the fuck away from people for a moment and recollect your thoughts. Well, he comes back, and he's got this huge black thing on his face, growing out of his face. What? What? He's, he's freaked out. And we were freaked out, too. And we didn't figure it out that night. It turns out this kid's allergic to penicillin, which is a fungi. And, you know, it, he had an allergic reaction. It was just this weird black fucking growth that just popped up out of his face. I can't imagine how freaked out he was. But. Oh, it would have freaked me out <laughs> for him. He would. I'd have yeah. had, had to not be there because I would have freaked him out. Well, yeah, oh, my like, God. We are like, dude, what the fuck is that on your face? But Nobody was like hospital. No, no, <laughs> right, exactly. We're not leaving that house, man. Right, right. But yeah, that was like that was the first time I believe that that we uh, that I that I tripped, and that was the first time for a lot of us. You know, the first time I tripped or on mushrooms because <clears throat> I tripped. My LSD stories are way better, but the first time I was already. I was out of my 20s, man. I was already in, in my early 30s. <clears throat> First time I ever tried shrooms. And like I said, me and a friend of mine ground up maybe three or four of them. 
I don't even know. I didn't. I don't even remember. He was just like, "You look what I got," <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, let's do that." Because at this point, I've already done every fucking thing there is to do, except like shoot up. And you know, I'd been to the hospital, so I know what it's like to have shit straight to the veins. I've done about everything that can be done at this point. So I was like, "Yes, definitely, I want to try shrooms." And uh, I, you know, both stories are, are weak at best because they don't really. They, they weren't. Hardcore. I mean, they, they, I didn't. I got a buzz, and it felt great. I knew I liked it. Right. The first time I did it, I got in the car with a dude. By halfway through our trip, he just decides he's going to drive up the road, and I'm like, "All right, I'm riding with you." Yeah, we didn't get less than a mile up the road before I realized, oh, bad fucking idea. He doesn't. He's like, "What am I doing?" And I'm like, "I don't fucking know. Go back to the house." Before we turn around, though, he pulls into somebody's yard and starts just wailing on the fucking horn. I don't know why he's done this, because I didn't feel like doing that at all. It wasn't like alcohol where I was like, let's go fucking raise some hell. It was like, I want to be away from danger. Yeah, mushrooms, you want to be as low-key yeah. as possible. And this guy's blowing the horn in somebody's yard, like laughing. I'm laughing, too, because it's very funny. But, uh, yeah, we fucking make it back to the house and get back in. So that was a good experience. And the second time, I don't even remember. We just sat around and, and enjoyed it. So boring. <laughs> I recommend that drug as far as I'm concerned because I didn't take whatever 10 gallons and make it fucking party out of it. Yeah, I would be more, I'd be interested in, in trying a small dose. My, they, there's this new fad going around with uh, psychedelics and even um, marijuana doing micro dosage um, for like uh, various reasons. Just taking small micro doses every day and. Uh, they, they believe, you know, it could help out with depression, anxiety. Well, I can tell like them it that. does. But, I don't know, mushrooms, like I said, never had a pleasant experience. It was all just like, me just, and it really, I mean. It, you say it, that like you probably don't want to do it again. I, it, it wouldn't be my first drug that I would have choose to want But it'd to be one of the ones you probably wouldn't turn down. Uh, it, I probably would turn it down. You think? But it, it has to do with your state of mind. And if you're hiding a lot of things, like, I, I have a lot of things I try to forget about. Mm. And, like, well, you know, I, I drink and, I, and sometimes I do other things that are numbing. And that's why I don't really smoke a lot of weed because weed makes you examine yourself. And that's what I felt mushrooms were, were like. It can. It, it can. Well, I didn't know. No, I'm talking about mushrooms. Too. I know, but weed doesn't necessarily do that. But if yeah. you well, if you do that, it'll, like, if you can yeah. focus in on it well, too much. I can't make it not do that. Right, and I know people like that. Mushrooms, it's times a million. Like you can't that. make it do it, anything. It was a fucking, it's like an audit of yourself. For yeah. me, it was always, it, it was intense. And it was, Check uh, yourself. Exactly, and... It wrecked myself. LSD was like that. Maybe shrooms was like that, too, a little bit. Like, <clears throat> I'll put it to you like this. Every time I do LSD, the, the second half of the trip, I always look at my body in the mirror, and I never pay attention to my body. Right. Ever. I just look past it. I don't always see my eyes. I see my face. You know what I mean? Right. I, I think a lot of people are like that. I, I'm sure. Uh, hopefully it's not just me. But, yeah, I don't try to look at my body. So there's something about that, whatever that does to that part of your mind, you can seriously see it for what it is. Right. 
like how I see people, like people that lift weights and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I watched Pumping Iron with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he was talking about he'd look in the mirror and he'd just see a part of his body that he wanted to make a certain way, so he would just work that part out. Right. And like LSD makes me conscious of my body to the point of where I feel like I can. I could like that. I, I don't even know how to explain it. That was always in a good, way? A good thing. In a, good way. Uh, in a bad, like in a good way because I, the feeling was good of just like this, my mind feels open. In a bad way because I'm overweight. So, like, <laughs> you, you just realize what the fuck is going on with your body. Right. And you're like, I need to do something about this shit. And you, it, it feels right. You feel like I got it all figured out. I will just fucking do it and at that moment you know you could do it but that's part of that drug it's just it opens some kind of part of your mind I've always noticed that which is the fruit of knowledge <laughs> definitely definitely referred to as that but um it it always made me and it's almost cliche um makes you look at things in a different light and now we're kind of jumping to LSD I wanted to talk more about the mushrooms but they almost go hand in hand. You I, should I, let the topics go wherever they go. As long as you come back to it, you can you right, start. Right, But, um, yeah. The, no, the reason I want to bring it up, because I got a million LSD stories. Okay, me too. That's what I, we'll just talk about that another time. But, but, and, and, but I loved I've always enjoyed it. I always had great times with LSD. It was playful for me. Like I had visuals. one horrible one. Yeah? Yeah. You want me to talk about that? Yeah, jump on it. Oh, my gosh. Where do I start? Um, well, I never wanted to fucking my mom to know what I was doing. I was raised by my mom, single mother, and I would didn't want her to know I was getting high, drunk, or whatever. I was really, really, really worried about her knowing that. Right. I kind of keep that stuff hidden. In high school, she sort of knew I smoked weed from time to time. She knew. But anyway, one night. Uh, we're taking some LSD, and the idea is for me and maybe five of my friends to stay at my house that night. And my mom's not supposed to be there that night. So, you know, we had it to ourselves or whatever. But that didn't, that wasn't the case. She was dating a, a guy who owned a restaurant at the time, and they just decided to show up. So what made this trip so bad was this guy she's dating, who I didn't really know that good, he keeps calling me out. Like, every time I walk by, he goes, oh, it's Charles Manson. Look at his eyes. And I'm like, what the fuck is this dude's problem? He's like, oh, y'all are partying on some good stuff tonight. And it just, it, it was, it just kept me, like, I got, it, oh, my God, it was rough. We just stayed outside all, all night long, like, sitting on tractors and <laughs> doing some wild shit. I remember, I remember my deck. My, did your story? Hey, that can, yeah, I can, we can. Go ahead. No, I didn't mean it. I'm cutting you off. There, there's, there's, there's a little bit more. But go for it. Yeah, go for it. Um, well, actually, it gets a little freaky and some shit. He catches. He, no, let's let's just go on to something else. <laughs> okay. I don't know if this is going into a molest. I don't like that guy very much. Oh, no, he shit. just he like called me out. He caught me like having sex with a girl that was out there in the tractor, and he was just an obnoxious guy. He wasn't around very, very much. I think she dated him for like a month. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that—that's he, he was nowhere. He was not good to be around on LSD. Called me Charles Manson. Like I was, I was. I can't. I, that doesn't sound that rough. Like saying it, 
but I can't make you understand how I felt when he said that. Yeah, I could see. Oh that. my God, I, that's like it was like he just keyed in on, on exactly. Yeah, and I'm sure that just played on replay in your head. Oh, it was rough, man. Yeah, I like, but uh, I'm trying to decide which story is better. I've got two great LSD stories. Just tell them we can the cut first, them later. The first one is like the first time I did it, and then next time is like this is in college. Me and my girlfriend got the best shit I'd ever gotten. These sugar cubes, and we made a weekend in Atlanta. You know, got a hotel room and went in the whole town. I'll tell the first one is I had gotten some blotter acid, and I, I stayed in a lot of trouble. <laughs> there was a period of time I was pretty much just grounded junior year, the whole fucking year. So it's like I didn't get to hang out with my friends the way I wanted to, but I'm, uh, I would, uh, you know, I've tripped acid at school before just to be hanging out with people and doing it. But the first time I ever did it, it was by myself. Right, so I got it, and I was trying to plan it. Um, at this point in time, my dad was working, and he would he would get home at the same time every day, and he would come into my room and say he would say hello or something every day. So I knew I'd have to face him one time, <laughs> and then the night would be mine. So uh, I tried to. I knew. I had done a lot of research on this. I didn't just take it not knowing what was going to happen. I had a very good idea of how how it would affect me and the time frames and whatever. That's that's pretty hardcore, bro. What to do research before you do something? No, to take LSD by yourself the first time you do it. Yeah, well, that's the kind of kid. I, I remember was. thinking, if I'm going to do it, I, somebody's going to be around me. I remember that, like, wow. Yeah, because well, it has to be intense by yourself. Yeah, it, well, no, it was real fun. But oh, yeah. here, so I drop an hour. It was like my dad was gonna be home, say seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. I, I wanted to drop a red, a little bit before then, just enough so he would come in and say hey, hello, talk for a second. And you still be in your right mind from and, what you knew. And then I go trip and, you know, trip all night and still be able to, you know, be back to normal before going to school. That shit can kick in 30 minutes later. Mm, that's where we're going with the story. I got you. So I'm sitting there watching some TV. We have, like, two living rooms. And dad, oh, big dad, time. Dad, dad get, well, there's one living room my parents would hang out with. And the servants live in the other And room. then I would fucking be in another one by myself. <laughs> so he, he he comes home and he comes in right and I look at him and he starts talking and all I hear is I knew I was like oh fuck uh, I don't know what I said back to him oh lord I just got up and tried to walk past him like I needed to go do something <laughs> He kept saying he said something else, and I'm more or less just running away from him during this conversation. I'm just gonna get away from you, sir. Somehow, I mean, my dad's not the brightest dude, but he was on to me about drugs. I mean, he would search my fuck room every fucking day. Back seems like he had a right to be. (laughs) (laughs) Looking back on it, he's you know. I finally after that, I made I I got away from him, went upstairs in my room, and just trip balls all fucking. Did you laugh out loud by yourself? No, like to tell you the truth, I remember my dad had a brother who got fucked up on drugs and really mm-hmm. so it, he was always a cautionary tale so he'd always be like I don't want you to end up like my brother 
fucking for half of that night, I fucking had that running through my head. I don't want you to like my brother. As I'm watching like <laughs> the shadows shape shift and all this oh, yeah. really cool shit. And I had my room at this time painted all psychedelic. And yeah. I had a bunch of really weird art on the wall, so it was real fun and it was great. And did you ever watch a movie on LSD? Uh, I never sat down to do that. But oh, you don't really can't really watch the whole thing, like. But you, I, it, I've been tripping, and there's been TV on. But I've never there are movies it. made for it though. Yeah. The first time I ever did it was with a valedictorian of the high school I went to, and uh, the Doors was playing. Right. The movie The Doors, about Jim Morrison, and. Uh, never heard of it. Yeah, a small little group from back in the day. Anyway, um, that movie's made for that. Like, they're scene shot. I mean, they're actually doing that drug during the scenes, and the visuals are, like, made for that. Like, as if to say, take this drug and watch this movie. Right. I saw scenes of that movie. Like, I can't... I don't see them that way now. I've seen it since. It was amazing. But the best movie ever for LSD... Is Batman Forever with Jim Carrey as the Riddler? Uh, really? Yeah, I that I movie is those. made for it. Tommy Lee Jones is at the beginning, like uh, this weird shit's over the top sound, sound design over the top, and Tommy Lee Jones like he says that's that acid is the same acid that made us the men we are today, <laughs> and like I'm like I'm so focused in on this movie. I, the good part of the story is. Good friend of mine and I drove to Walmart on LSD. I rode, he drove, and went in to buy Batman Forever on VHS at the time. Paid $20 for a VHS copy of it. We were lost, man, just gone in Walmart. Bought the movie. We had a friend of ours, a little black friend of ours that like, hung, around, hung around the main street all the time. And we had the bright idea to let him drive back. <laughs> we almost died three times on the way back. When we pulled into the driveway, was he the came like an tripping? inch. Huh? Was the black kid tripping? He was. Okay. But he, he acted like he wasn't, and we were fucking... <laughs> but we almost died three times. Apparently, he had never driven an automobile. or Let me get that. He had never used the brake. <laughs> It was, we, every turn, he would just come up to it. He's great with the gas and coasting. <laughs> and the wheel, but no brakes. Nice. He comes an inch from hitting the car in the driveway when he tries to park. He just doesn't know what's going on. And we're fucking gone. Yeah, that's one place, uh, I mean, if you're ever thinking about doing acid and you've never done it before, don't. Don't get behind the wheel. No fucking way. Get in a nice, safe environment and stay the fuck Don't drive there. anything. Just oh. stay where you're at. Yeah. Trust me, you'll go enough places if you're yeah. on some good stuff without having to actually leave. So. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But the second time, this oh. the second story I was This is LSD? About. Oh, yeah, yeah. But um, it's not the second time I did it. I've done it a, a, quite a few times in between these. But... Um, we had got these sugar cubes. This is at USC. Uh, there was these two kids. One was Jacob and one was Hindi Neal. Um, these kids got really good drugs. They had good fucking weed and good, like, uh, always had good acid and shit like that. And fucking they hooked us up with these sugar cubes and they were fucking unbelievable. The best I ever did was sugar cube. Yeah. 
And uh, I didn't know this at the time. I'm, I'm saying they were amazing because I found out afterwards. But me and my girlfriend at the time, we planned a trip to Atlanta. We, uh, we fucking drove down there. All right. Got a hotel room. Uh, I remember it was on Lucky Street because at, later on in the night, we end up just watching um, some, some of the most interesting shit from our hotel room window, watching crackheads and uh, prostitutes and hustlers. It was really amazing. I'll get to that. But we uh, went to a went to an Italian restaurant. All right. Once again, we're trying to, we we're trying to plan our drop. You know, right. normally with acid, kicks in. 45 minutes an hour you, you have a good period, period of time if it's really strong it might kick in sooner but normally it's about an hour and it gradually it seems kicks to be in. my experience it gradually kicks in it's not all of a sudden an hour you're fucking you know the world's melting it, no I, it, it gradually that means within the fucking 45 minutes or to an hour or whatever you'll start you'll start to feel the different. effects a little different so we drop it at the restaurant we order our meal Waitress comes back, we have a drink, and we look at each other, and they were like, we gotta go. We have to go. Waitress comes back with her food. I said, you're gonna have to put that in a to-go box. We have to leave now. And she said, is there anything wrong with the food? I was like, no, we gotta get the fuck out of here. So she gives us her food. We are walking back to our hotel room to, um... Damn, how long did it take for her to box it up? couple minutes yeah. it probably seemed like a fucking hour I'm sure but the craziest thing we went back to the hotel room and being, we were in it we were in an elevator with this little Chinese woman and it, it was kicking in hard already and I just I couldn't hold my shit together I could not hold my shit together in that elevator you just laughed yeah just, oh. y'all just bust out laughing that's what's up it was so funny that's the best so isn't it we drop off the food and now we just we're in Atlanta downtown Atlanta tripping balls Everybody I saw started to look like some famous person. Like, I'd look at some guy. It looked like Jason Priestley from fucking 90210. Everybody started looking like fucking people. And if, I mean, that was before everything, everybody started melting. Because right. there was at one point in time, it was, everything was melting so hard. We just laid down on the sidewalk looking up at these buildings. And, I mean, people are walking past us. I remember this fucking one crackhead tries to sell me. He was trying to sell flowers, but he had already run out of flowers. So all he had were these stalks that he probably just took from a fucking um, a vase in a hotel lobby. There were no blooms. There were no flowers. He was trying to sell me some fucking some green stalks. I was like, you have to try harder, man. That's not good enough. But, uh, we took a fucking we, – we took a carriage ride. Fucking uh, – and just – Oh, that had to be great. Right? Yeah, it was fucking amazing, man. Just walking around. It, yeah. And – I think back on that. I, I wonder, being you know, uh, you know, late thirties, whether I could pull off that shit. I'm, I'm skeptical about doing you know hallucinogens like that now at all. You know, being uh, you know. I don't think about it, but you're probably right. Yeah. I, I feel like I can do anything I ever did to be fine, but <laughs> this is not the case. Yeah. But so that that you know we, that night was great, and but it didn't end there. We go back to the hotel room, right? And we're just sitting there. I remember there was some stupid show, and it was actually Jerry Springer, which was fucking new at the time. Now it's just, you know, retarded. But uh, we're sitting there not talking, and I was like, well, 
maybe we should have sex. So we have sex, and it was, it was, we had, it was really good. It was really good, but I just remember the background of the TV was fucking driving me crazy. And, uh, the fucking, I had to stop midway and turn off the TV. So we get done having sex, and we're like, man, what are we going to do? So we just look out the window, and I see this guy standing there. There's a couple people on this corner doing something shady. Then I see a car pull up to one of the guys. He lifts up his shirt and then gets in the car. Drives off. 20 minutes later, gets dropped back off. Same spot. Yeah. So we sit there all night long from probably like, we got back to the hotel probably like 2 in the morning. Stayed there 7. It was like fucking watching a movie. He just got dropped off over and, and no, over? No, but there was tons of people doing oh. it. Oh. Yeah. This one guy was did that that one time. He got dropped back off. And he was, like, just hustling and prostitution. All this shit was going on. And we were right there on the second floor, just, like, looking out our window, tripping balls, fucking making these little stories, putting these little stories Oh, together. that sounds great, man. Yeah, dude, it was, it was, it was fucking so dope. That's, to me, what... That's when a drug can be a good thing. You you got something out of that drug that time. Yeah, what a cool girlfriend just to fucking do that with. That's part of it, yeah. Yeah, it was, like, it was a really great experience. Man. Yeah. So you're not with her anymore? What's her number? <laughs> <laughs> She's actually dead, married, and happily. Of course, of course. With kids. Well, it's just a joke, I'm sure. I'm sure I know how it is at this age. They're all married with kids. No, most of them are divorced with kids. Same thing. Or on their third marriage. Right. But, yeah. You're the odd one out. <sighs> Good at it. Me man. too. Yeah, I feel... I, 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 if somebody were to ask me, I would have thought if I didn't you see you. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, if I hadn't seen, if I didn't see you lately or whatever, and somebody was just like, "Oh yeah, he's married or whatever," I, I wouldn't find that hard to believe. I uh, that was the one girl I actually said I was gonna marry. I thought I was gonna marry her. Well, she sounded cool, but she was fucking. She was she was like a female version of me as far as my personality and shit. We've hung out since then, like maybe like ten years later, and it was a little different. You know, we both changed and shit, but. She was, a, she was a fucking dope ass girl. You me. ever seen Beyond Sunset? I thought you were about to say Beyonce something, but uh, no, I haven't seen that. Beyond Sunrise? No. Before Sunset. Before no. Sunrise. Those are the names of the movie. I haven't seen any, movies. I haven't seen any arrangement of those movies. Gotcha. Movies. And then there's a third one called Before Midnight. Anyway, you should see it. I don't know if at this point in your life you'd like it. I saw it when I was younger. But anyway, it's about uh, Ethan Hawke goes to France. He meets this girl, and they spend this one night together, and it's an amazing night, kind of like the night you had there, except without the crack or whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, at the end of the night, they kind of feel like they may be in love a little bit, but you know, they've only known each other this one night. They make a promise to each other that the very next year they'll meet at this spot or whatever. Uh, this is sounding familiar now. And that's the end of the movie. It ends that way. Like, ten years later, the director comes back out with the sequel, and you find out all kind of shit that happened, whether or not one of them showed up, and, you know, you, you find out. And, um, I don't want to spoil anything, but anyway, there's a third one, before and end, uh, it catches up with those characters. Huh. Later sounds on and left. Sounds pretty interesting. It's the director that did Boyhood, so like he's all about like experiencing characters at different ages like What's that. What's his name? Oh man, if you hadn't said it, 
it's not it's not Linklater, is it? Yep, Richard yeah. Linklater. Yeah. Uh, when you said Boyhood, was that the one that was shot over twelve years? Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that was. I, when I first watched it, I wasn't into it. Then I watched the whole thing again, and man, good movie. And that fucking end scene. No limit. What Don't spoil anything. Mostly because I haven't seen it yet. I'm just no. I'm just saying. Then scene. It's got this song where the, the kids grow up. Some perfect and, shit. And he's just with his girl overlooking the canyon with this perfect song. Beautiful. And that's that's the key, that's man. That's the power of movies, oh, man. Right. That's how they can do it. Fucking nailed it. Nailed it. That movie could have been shit, 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 shit. The whole fucking three hours of it. That last scene pulled me in. There you go. You got me, Linklater. I, I like most of his stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of the, the directors and stuff over the... As am I. Over the actor in the most cases. Maybe not. Maybe maybe that's an equal thing, but like if a director puts if it's a director I like, I'll be more excited than if it's just a movie or whatever. Yeah, and a lot of the good directors tend to use a lot of the same actors in it. True. And uh it's yeah, not always the case, but it seems like a lot of that directors that I enjoy. The good directors have their favorite actors and it works for them. Like Martin Scorsese has Robert De Niro. Yeah, it's like Annie has uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. They, they use them. It's like putting uh, a player right. in, in the game for that mm. right position. You know. Do you, can you name any? Do you know any directors who work with Scorsese? Who else? That's who you're thinking of, man. I could name fucking tons of them. Uh, Christopher Guest uses the same actors all the time. You, you see any of his movies? Christopher Guest. Yeah. Uh, Waiting for Guffman. Funny. Uh, the, the improvised Eugene movies. Levy. Yeah, yeah, Eugene Levy. Yeah. I used to hate him. He's fucking great, man. Uh, yeah. I learned to like him later on in life. Kind of like learn how to like Dinosaur Jr. <laughs> it's like I just I wouldn't look past the fact that he looked so weird. But as I got older, I realized it was part of the charm of that he character. Definitely doesn't get any less weird looking. Yeah, but he's not as he's not as weird looking as I, I thought as a kid. I hate to say, right now he's just an old man with like long white hair. Like long white the, hair? Yeah. Really? Yeah. He's 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 saying fuck just for men, like. Like he's, you know. I don't say that. <laughs> I mean, I, I've never used it, but I'm. I will. That's all I'm saying. I got you. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I can't believe you don't have some gray hairs up there. As much stress as I've had in my life, I'm surprised. I, I, I don't. think that's why I have gray hairs. But I see some, like you know, the people I graduated with, same age, dude. I I feel sorry for some of these kids. It's like fuck. I mean, they're not kids. They're. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, we're fucking knee deep in fucking kids, fucking old manhood. But yeah, I'm happy about no fucking gray hairs. The good thing about having basically black hair, it's pretty dark. Your hair color. Yeah, dark brown. Dark brown. Yeah. If you were to use some kind of hair color, nobody would ever fucking know. Probably not. Probably not. But if you like look at old rockers like Nikki Six. Who you know they have dark hair and right now they're fucking old and they should have gray hair but they dye it black. They dye it black. You know. Nobody knows. It looks cool still. Yeah. Like pull it off. You know, gray. There's nothing wrong with gray hair. Motherfuckers pull it off. If you got a full head of hair, gray or not, that shit looks cool. Like Ted Danson. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's far- so no, he's silver. His he's silver. Yeah. You seen his hair in um fucking bored to death. Yeah. Yeah. He's never had more. I don't even know if it's if it's because his tan is so dark in that in that show. That's the show I'm thinking of when I think about his hair being the pinnacle of cool. Exactly. Like that's it right there. That's a good. I, 
I I missed it when it first came out, and a couple months ago, I just kind of picked back up and binge watched. Why did it. that shit get canceled? Was it a little ahead of its time? Because I love that was shit. That Showtime. I think it was. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. I thought it was great, man. Fuck it. It was. Got Ted Danson. Schwartzman. I could see people don't like him. Why cannot be what? I'm just saying he's not like a, a ticket to like fucking million dollar. He's absolutely like perfect for that character. Right, and then Zach. You have Zach. Out he there. was well. That's your, that's your golden. Po- that's your golden pony. I like that. I liked him in that as the artist or whatever. It's not my favorite Galifianakis, but he just works as being the loser type of character or whatever. Yeah. Do you see um, the? It's a movie on Netflix now where uh, it's an older movie. One of my favorite of him, which is kind of not even... It's him, uh, the chick from Parks and Rec, where he plays kind of crazy guy that uh, inherits a lot of money, and his parent, his dad owns a, uh, a hardware store in a small town. It's him and Owen Wilson. Amy Poehler's in it. He, he plays a guy, he's got a... Like a... Yeah, what, what, it's uh, not a straight comedy. Yeah, but it, it's funny. Yeah, it's kind of a little bit touching. Um, uh, yeah, I enjoy. I like those movies like depression that. Depression or OC? Not OC. I can't think of the name of the movie though. Yeah, me neither. But um, I, I enjoyed it. I'm not gonna look it up, but yeah, good stuff. Man. I'm looking forward to as far as Zalafinakis goes, uh, Masterminds, the new Jared Hess movie. Hmm, not familiar. Not familiar. No. It's a bunch of com- comedy people. I don't like to say comedians. I guess I should. Actors that are funny. Um, and it's based on a true story about the these people who rob uh, Loomis, Loomis, Loomis Fargo. What is it? Well, uh, yeah, Loomis. Loomis is... Is that two different ones? Wells Fargo and Loomis? Yeah. Well, they rob one of those trucks. There's, it's a true there's, story. There's a Brinks truck, there's Loomis, and Wells Fargo. I think it's a, maybe a Wells Fargo truck they rob. It's a true story right. about these people in North Carolina. I remember. I remember the actual people. This is. It's, it looks like it's going to be great. The movie does. It sounds good. And that has... Uh, I think that has Amy Poehler. I know it's, uh, it's Kristen Wiig, Galifianakis. A bunch of people are She's in that. She's great. Yeah, I love her. I love her. Lo- I mean, comedian, like... Comedy-wise, I think she's... I mean, she's I'd, beautiful. I'd bite her ass, too, yeah. You'd, you'd take a bite out of her ass? Yeah, I'd take a bite out of her ass. All right. That's how I know if something's good, whether or not I'd bite the ass of it. Really? I think... <laughs> I, no, I think I'd go there. <laughs> We've had such a nice podcast, though, probably been ruined by talking about licking assholes as a fucking... Uh, a meter of how... A measure of how much you like a woman, but... Anyway. Well, I mean, uh, let's be real. If I can see myself with my tongue in her butt, she must be bad. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the fucking... Uh, that's, that's, that's how you know. House, that's my highest compliment. Exactly. That's what Girl, I'm saying. The other night girl, here... If you're fucking... Uh, if you're hot, you know, I'm a, I'll show you... Absolutely. ...by licking your ass. There it is. And yeah. Just putting that out there. The, what I was telling you about what was here the other night... Yeah. 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 You definitely would. I could just, th- that was one of the things that went through my mind. I'll just be honest with you. I hear you. Absolutely. You want to drop her name? Uh, I'd her. like to do something. We'll put her name in the show notes and uh, <laughs> she can fucking respond. She was, uh, I hit my, the, the guy she was with, my family member, I hit him up and I was like, man, way to go. <laughs> and he was like, oh no, we're just friends. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, yeah. Anyway, 
Yeah, but getting back to fucking mushrooms. mushrooms. There was like one more story, like which was it's actually kind of I mean literally trauma. It's pretty a traumatizing story for us because or more so one other person, but for all of us it was a pretty fucked up situation. Did somebody get hurt? Yeah. Uh, that whole summer we were there were that field we were picking. Huh? There were there were thousands. There's two huge fields. Holy shit. And we'd go there, and it was fucked up because we weren't storing them properly. Oh. We, weren't, we weren't able to dry them out because we were living with our parents. We didn't have a food dehydrator. So. Well, let me ask you this. So. Did, like, the people who, whose farm it was or whatever, they didn't. They could care less, right? Well, the guy that originally went there had permission, but we didn't. And we have got shot at before by that, that farmer. And Grain-fed cattle. Fat cattle. Grain fed cattle. Oh, grain fed, yeah. But um, and and it's they don't even just grow out of shit. They grow out of everywhere. Just close to it, right? Everywhere. If if it's a field that's been fertilized properly or whatever, right, right. It's they grow out of the most. It's high. the, The mostly highly concentrated area is around the feeders, where all the hay is, hmm. for some reason. But anyway, we. You'd have to go down this dirt road, and we'd park right up, right before this hill. And there's, a, I mean, like a eighth of a mile to the house, but you could see the house. And normally we just dart out there and do it as fast as we could, grab as many. And, and but we'd have to get um, there was a it was a um, electric fence. It was a two line electric fence you have to get over, but. If you ever have to get through an electric fence to get mushrooms, if you step the bottom one down to the ground, it grounds it out, and you can touch the top one and step through. It, okay. <laughs> it, 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 it's actually fun because I got caught up in it one time when I was get, running away from that farmer and ended up getting shocked. And what did he think you were trying to steal his sh- wood? He knew what people were out there for. Oh, well, he wasn't really going to shoot anybody then, right? Yeah. He just wanted to get the fuck out of there, right? Because people were ruining his fence too. Right. Obviously, yeah. that I mean part of the story is like there's. A, I was thinking the whole time you were saying it, it's like there's no reason to shoot at, but if you're gonna tear a man's fence up, <laughs> yeah. I mean, we we were we weren't damaging, but there was probably a lot of people that were fucking shit up too. Uh, and and you don't want people trespassing. Any, anyway, it's true. We had got tons of these mushrooms, bags and pounds and pounds and pounds. One wow. of our friends had moved up to Charlotte. Yeah. Right. And he's like, man, I know this guy that can get rid of him, you know. So we lined up a deal. It was going through three people by the end of it, you know. It's our friend. We'll call him Todd. Todd's friend knew two guys, all right. So there was thousands of dollars at stake here. So we we bagged all this stuff, you know. Had a couple shoe boxes, garbage bags full of these mushrooms. They were fresh. They were not dried out. We drive up to Charlotte. You know, we're fucking seniors, man. We thought we're like, you know, thousands of dollars or, you know, it's a lot of money. We thought we were going to be fucking made for a little while. Right. So we get up there. We're <clears throat> not in downtown Charlotte, but in a, in a, in a neighborhood right. that uh, it's pretty populated. We get to this kid's house, and uh, his parents were cool. Like, like, we're smoking weed around the parents. Oh. Waiting for these, you know, waiting for these people to come, and Todd's just like, "Hey, um, 
can I try? And I was like, yeah, let's all eat some. So we all fucking eat some more mushrooms, which is the worst thing you want to do before you're doing a drug deal. Um, so <laughs> we start tripping, Todd's tripping, the kid's tripping, hmm. then these guys come. All right, now these are older guys. All right, they were not f- some dumb fucking little teenagers. Right, right. Um, I remember we, I grabbed the box, gave it, don't drop any names, so I'm going to have to do any editing. Right. Um, I gave it to one of my other friends. Uh, two of them are lined up, and they hand one of the big boxes off to these well, these two guys. Right. And I remember this because I was behind it. I was behind my friends, and it started going in slow motion from this point. The guy said, what the fuck is this? As he's looking at the box, and we're like, they're huh? mushrooms. They're st- they're straight. Ask, ask your friend. He's taking them, too. And the kid's like, yeah, dude, they're good. We're tripping. He knocks the fucking box out of my friend's hand, decks him, knocks him Ooh. onto the fucking hood of, my, of a car. All right? Goes after my other friend. There's two of them. One's big, and the other one's just really tall. And I'm, I, you know, in fucking high school, I was like a buck ten, skinny, couldn't fucking fight. I see this, and I'm fucking tripping. So there's, damn, you know, my friend gets hit, the other one gets hit. I run to the backyard, right? I turn around, and it's in slow motion. I'm seeing my friend get kicked by these two guys. They're like just fucking stomping him. My friend that got fucking knocked onto the hood of the car. He ran there. He ran back there with me. We're kind of laying down, fucking, because these kids are beating the shit out of my friend. They, one of them goes to the car, gets a fucking gun, and starts shooting. And then we're laying down even more now. And this is all fucking in flashes. Now, after the gunshots go off, you got people coming out of the houses. The kids' parents come out of the fucking house. We're still laying down. My friend's still fucking like hurt because he was getting kicked in the fucking head face everything they take off I don't know how many shots they fire but you want to talk about ruining a fucking trip (laughs) who were they they were fucking drug dealers real drug dealers and they thought we were ripping them off they didn't know it was real well no like because y'all didn't have it dried out or whatever exactly I didn't realize back then that that's how you sold it so and this other kid that was trying to set up the deal was probably trying to fucking Make more money, you know. You know, we were trying to do it for three thousand, and he's probably telling them seven thousand, and they they're looking at boxes of fucking bullshit mushrooms, which were the real deal. They were good, terrible. So I mean, the only good part of that story is they didn't take the mushrooms, so we fucking right threw that shit in the car and fucking headed back home. Well, how how bad did the dude get hurt? No hospital or anything. It was, oh. it was just just a just a beating pumpkin face a little bit but you know was, they didn't really like stomp his skull they just no, they, they put an ass whooping on him they were hurting him but he, you know he was covered in his fucking bird stories where people got stomped out and, and got killed cause their skull got stomped against like concrete shit could happen dude you could just fall down get knocked back true. and hit your head on the fucking rock yeah, you, can get, you can get by a lot better when you're younger it's funny yeah. You could take a fall and roll right back up. That's the damn truth, man. I used to skate. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, I used to fucking, like, attempt, like, kick flips down fucking five, you know, five steps. I and, know. and I could fall and roll and catch myself. 
the fucking last month I was like jogging a trail and <laughs> tripped over a fucking root and I fucking I couldn't catch I fucking fell face first fucking just ate it chest first into the fucking dirt like like I had no no fucking balance or fucking whatever you want to mm. agility it was fucking retarded but yeah well Mushrooms. We don't really have uh, too many mushroom stories. I only had to do. Yeah, those are fucking some great stories, though. And I'm being totally sarcastic. No, but I mean, I just want—I didn't want to just tell mushroom stories, but I just wanted to uh, just give a topic a chance. You know, I was—I mentioned, you know. We got sidetracked. It was actually a suggestion by some other people that listened to it. So I figured, give it a try. But because I also wanted to talk about some other things that are being, I mean, that the mushrooms are being used for today. Like, they're actually opening opening up studies to use it to treat PTSD for soldiers and shit like that. I heard that, like, the application of mushrooms in general is, like, Outstanding, like the things—not just the psychotropic ones, or you know, mushrooms in general, like powerful stuff all the way around the board. They're interesting because underground they communicate. Like, they're my. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like the way their their mycelia are connected. If they're <clears throat> like, there's a mushroom in your yard that might have mycelia connected miles away, and they connect. If you understand it, uh, that's what I'm talking about. That thing that my friend linked me to, yeah, like the whole world. Exactly. Yeah. And they're, they're it's, all, it's almost like they have like this little internet connected. They're right. They're the first internet. That's what they were talking about. How yeah. they were the first computers because like, and if you think about it, like, it, it makes sense. Maybe all plants are kind of like. Maybe well, that's what Avatar is kind of about, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. The, people have that thought. It just that's, it kind of makes sense. That's interesting, though. Yeah, I didn't know that's where you were going with that, but yeah, I'd heard that. It blew my fucking mind. It blew my fucking mind. Yeah. I remember them thinking I need to I need to eat some mushrooms. Like I got a friend who walks through nature uh-huh. and he's done so much research. He like eats mushrooms all the time that he finds. He told me the other day he got this big giant mushroom. He knew it was safe to eat. He baked it with butter and some garlic. He said it tasted just like, and the texture of it was so similar to chicken breast. That's what he said. I was like, wow, probably. That's the big one. Probably. That's the big meaty one. Probably. There's a, like, uh, I've got friends in the mountains, and they pick these morel, morel mushrooms. Mm -hmm. They got a very interesting look. Uh, Look them up if if you're not familiar. So those are the ones that have the big... Fat ear looking. No, they they're not shaped like your traditional toadstool mushroom. Uh, they got they almost look like a coral. Right. And uh, they're real expensive, but people, um, yeah, people just go out there in the woods and pick them for money because they fucking bring in a pretty penny at farmers markets. That's what my friend was saying. Yeah. He was like, it's so hard to find. Because I was like, why don't you sell that stuff? He was like, well, I mean, it's so hard to find them, and I like eating them. Right. I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of the way they taste, but like you're saying, they... If you prepared it, I mean, I'm willing to try that. I mean, I'm not going to give up chicken bristles. Don't I mean, be like, crazy. I, I mean, I like, I'll saute, saute them in butter and spices and put them like on a cheesesteak, but 
to me, they're like, I mean, they're okay. I just, I got I need my cheese steak. But you're saying, like, some of these mushrooms do very interesting things. Like, uh, I was reading this article about, uh, I forget what country it was in that discovered it, but um, these guys were, uh, I want to I don't know if it's sheep or it was some kind of reindeer or something. Were they like, having sex with them? <laughs> they may have been, but um, they were hurting them, and they had to take them. They had to hurting them, them. Um, move them miles, like miles and miles and miles. And they, um, the farmers noticed that these, these, um, whatever animal it was, they were eating this one kind of mushroom, and it was giving the animals a lot of strength, and they were able to travel faster and further. Whoa. So the people started eating. And they were called, it's called cordyceps mushrooms. Now. Right, right. So the people started eating them, and they realized that they're um, an amazing, it's a sports supplement now, like, that people use. So, I mean, there's probably <laughs> thousands of species of mushrooms out there that we have no fucking clue. What From have. what my friend tells me, there's so many species of them, and, like, it's, it's not even half and half. There's more that you can't eat than there are that you can. Uh, so I, you have to be really careful. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, you know, the most, when you think of a mushroom, there's the Amanita mus- muscaria, which right. is the, the traditional toadstool, the red one with the white dots. Right. And you you see those around sometimes. <sighs> those were like one of the original hallucinogenic. That's what you want to get a hold of, right? Uh, no. Those are not like psilocybin, and they're very—they're actually kind of dangerous. To, uh. to but um, there was uh, a t- these Indians. I'm trying to think of what part of the country it was somewhere really cold, where they have this is actually reindeer. Dakota. <laughs> the reindeer would eat these, and then they would drink the piss of the reindeer and have these visions. What? <laughs> Drink the piss of the reindeer. We were drinking the piss of the reindeer before, and it didn't do this. But since then, we've been feeling pretty good about it. It actually worked its way into their religion and stuff. Like you know, they eat these fucking mushrooms and have these religious experiences. Right. They start. It became their sacrament. They start talking to grandfather in the sky. I get it. Uh, it's kind of more like a direct line. Dakota. A, a direct line to God. <laughs> I get it, yeah. I mean, you start thinking that way when you take heavy-duty drugs. I couldn't help it myself. I wasn't... I've always kind of been religious, raised or whatever, but, uh... Like, LSD trips would get me... Like, I couldn't, like, not think about that stuff. I always felt like I had it all figured out. But then I couldn't remember it as soon as I came down. Yeah, that's, that's LSD. I, I, that's LSD. No, even mushrooms. I remember well, one maybe, time yeah. mushrooms. I fucking I was out at some pond with a bunch of people, and I had this. It was almost like a psychic experience, mm-hmm. but it literally felt like I had figured out the world, the mysteries of. And you're going to like apply this to your life immediately. Exactly. I know. I know. Fucking gone. Uh, that's LSD to it just me. It falls through your hands. That's the power of that drug. It's like it can have you thinking that. It can have you fucking thinking, I've got it. I've got it. That it's clear as fuck to me. That's why I say looking at my body, it, there was it was there was some kind of clarity about everything. 
Like, you know how you take things for granted all the time? Right. You know, once you get something, you got it, you don't think about it. Exactly. You want something. But if you really concentrate on what you've got, it'll blow your fucking mind. And that's what is great about hallucinogen. Yeah. They make they make the ordinary extraordinary again. Absolutely. That, I mean, and, and there's a longing for that. That's, yeah. that's why I told you I would go with you for the... Uh, Ayahuasca thing. Ayahuasca thing, yeah. 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 But I think I'd rather just do some peyote. Yeah, I think that's pretty, a lot, I mean, that's a lot closer to LSD and mushrooms. Right, just a little bit. I want to take a sip of some tea. That's how I want to take my next mushroom, even if it's my last trip. You don't want to spend 12 hours shitting and puking into a bucket. No, I don't. Hopefully that, and I'm sure I'd throw up... I don't, that's okay. Oh, you're absolutely right. We're right. talking about ayahuasca. You're absolutely gonna throw up and shit and all that stuff. There's pretty much. I mean, I'm a shitter as it is anyway. Really? <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe I don't want to go on the same right. train as you. Right. Well, you probably don't even want to go on vacation. Me, I shit like six times a day. <laughs> <laughs> did you say? Did you say something about the flesh of the gods earlier? No, no, no. I said the fruit. Fruit. Okay. Of. Uh, I don't forget how, to, how it goes now. The forbidden fruit. Right, right. Right. right, right. Supposedly the the thing that, that, that Satan tempted Eve into eating or whatever. Right. Yeah, I think that totally could have been some kind of psychotropic mushroom if if it were anything at all. Absolutely. Yeah, I think you said something about the... Because that's what the Aztecs called mushrooms. Because they, they used that in their religion. They used to call that the flesh of the God. Oh, yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I think we were talking about this earlier. But it also there's lots of theories about there's a if you look back over humans over thousands of years, there's a period of time where the size of our brain just fucking just got huge. We just got really smart. We were dumb as fuck, like pretty much apes. <coughs> you know, we started fucking with trees, and then all of a sudden. <coughs> You okay? I'm fine. You want to get your fucking emphysema machine? It's on. You sure? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're one of your tubes. Oh, it's unhooked. I got you. Also, <sighs> check you want to, is your colostomy bag still good? Uh, we need to empty. Yeah, I got the double one. We're both hooked up to the same bucket here. Okay, nurse ratchet, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> nurse ratchet. <laughs> no, but there's, there's a, for some reason, like, we all of a sudden, like, almost double our brain size. And there's theories leading, pointing at, like, we discovered mushrooms. And maybe parts of our brains were working that weren't working before, and that caused growth. It was the frontal lobes. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the Bible says, if you, if you know about this, in the very first book, it's called Genesis. It talks about how God made man from dirt. And, and if you think dirt, about, if you think about evolution, it's basically all they're saying is that there was some fucking dirt, then there was some water, and then there was an organism that crawled up out of the water, became a fucking monkey, ate some mushrooms. I like to, I like to think of mushrooms as, like, little Easter eggs that God, 
like kind of left <laughs> for us. Easter it, eggs. It's kind of like if you want to level up, we're gonna put a couple like little little uh, yeah little tricks like down. marijuana plant. Like that's yeah. one of them, right? If you discover that, you'll yeah. find out that's a cool thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, just you know, if they want to, you know, get to that next level, increase themselves. Leave a, a couple little Here's the weird little thing about that as an Easter egg. Our bodies have natural cannabinoid receptors in them already from the jump. Really? Yeah. Look, cannabis. Cannabinoid receptors. That That's why cannabis does what it does to us. Really? It doesn't do it to all creatures or whatever. Well, yes. Never heard of that. Yeah, yeah, check that I, out. I mean, I know we we're full of. There's a documentary about weed, and it's talking about. Oh, there's like the molly. What are they? You tell those things that grow on the side of like a pier. Uh, barnacles. Something similar to that. Mollusks. They have cannabinoid receptors, like we do. Are we, we have we're kin to them in that aspect. Are we, are we able to? Is there any way we're able to? Uh, enact them without smoking marijuana? I, I don't know. But we don't have like, we don't have cocaine receptors or anything like We don't have no, yeah. all those other drugs. Well, we do have dimethyltryptamine. That's, we, we, that's right. We do. We have a, right. For people that don't know, that's DMT, which is arguably the most powerful hallucinogen on the face of the earth. And serotonin release to the yeah. brain. What is, what makes, what's the drug that makes that release that everybody loves so much? Is that, DMT. No, well, let me finish telling them yeah. where that we the dimethyltryptamine yeah. is a drug that you can do and causes hallucinations and religious experiences. But we also produce it in our body, and it's found in all plants. And um, it's released uh, when you're dreaming, and released in massive amounts right before you die. And we really, scientists really don't understand, you know, uh, what it's for or, you know, how to really use it. But it's definitely fucking interesting. What, now, what are you talking about? You were talking about releasing what drug? You said something about, uh, you were talking about another drug in the human body that it releases. Cannabinoid receptor? No. The other one? Yeah. Uh, no, I was saying how there's a drug that makes you release serotonin. Serotonin is what gives you happiness or whatever. I tell you, like when when you're running, you when you release. Um, you do, but there's a drug that people do all the time, like the one at uh, clubs and shit. I can't think right now. It's oh. fucking Molly, but not Molly. Fucking the thing everybody always did at clubs. I can't fuck. see. That's how out of touch I am with drugs these days. Ecstasy. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, I mean, you were saying that Molly. Same thing? Yeah. Well, okay, well, there you go. Yeah, MDMA. Is it the same as... MDMA D- is... MDMA, got you, not DMT. abbreviation of the chemical. That's what I was saying, should yeah. should be an ecstasy. But is, that, is it the chemical that fucks you up, or does it just make your body release something that's already there? No, it just fucks you up. Oh. I always heard the other. But the pure stuff, I mean, now it's just cut with garbage these days, but the, the, the pure stuff is pretty safe and... And it's and it used to be used by psychiatrists before it got banned. It was so effective that psychiatrists would use it for married couples. They'd have these sessions where they would, and I think it would start in Texas, um, and it was highly successful. But then people started like taking it recreationally, abusing it. Yeah, or eh, 
subjective, yeah, but it, a lot of people were abusing it. And then, like the government, they just, instead of trying to figure out some way to, I don't know, they just say, that can't do that anymore. Blanket fucking ban. Just like with psychedelics. You know, all, when all that shit started happening, yeah, all the enlightenment in the 60s and 70s, they just fucking banned all hallucinogens. I forget what the name of the act was. They just said, fuck it. Nope. Having too much fun, too many people, too much thinking. We can't fucking have that shit. Nope. Done. Sucks. But, yeah. Free love, man. <laughs> Free LSD, man. Yeah, I've gotten to the point where I don't really care to do drugs anymore. I like to smoke a little bit of THC from time to time. Yeah. I wish, you know, you always try to get me to smoke, and I, I wish I could enjoy it like I did, but there's a part of me that feels like the amount of psychedelics that I did when I was a teenager and in my early 20s uh, affects me when I smoke marijuana these days. Because I feel like every time I smoke, it's almost like I'm tripping a little bit. It brings back the, that feeling. Not like it used to. It used to be really bad. Like, But, um, yeah, I wish I could enjoy it like I, I used to, man. Because I, I, I think it's the safest drug out there. It's definitely the easiest thing to enjoy. Alcohol, it makes, you don't enjoy alcohol like you think. Because basically once you get alcohol in your blood, you... Your whole frame of mind changes. Drunk people are annoying, and they're dangerous, man. Well, yeah, not necessarily drunk, but as soon as I get an alcohol no, I'm, buzz I'm going... I'm talking about drunk people. Yeah, I can't stand oh, yeah. that. I can't... Yeah. Oh, yeah, drunk people are annoying. Drunk people <clears throat> are dangerous. Now, I like to drink. I'm, I'm talking about people that do too much. Of it. Yeah, you, I've never seen you, like, you're not obnoxious drunk. If you get to a drunk point, you're basically going to sleep on me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's cool. That kind of person's I'm fine. safe. Yeah. But most of the time, I'm probably taking something else, too. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> but, yeah, man, it's it's such a safe drug. I mean, like, people don't... Zero deaths. People don't... Nobody's mean on weed, man. No. You don't want to fight. You don't want to fucking argue. No. You're fucking high, man. You're just happy. And it may... I mean, it just makes you sensitive. You're a nicer fucking person. Yeah. Fucking... And... I guess on that note, man, I guess we probably wrap it up, man. I think we're probably at the, probably around the hour point, hour mark. We're over an hour. hour? I still, when I stopped recording a while ago, we were at an hour. Sure. Probably went an hour 20. Yeah. Time flies, man. Well, we, you know, when we got a, an actual topic, for sure, you watched. It'll be like that every time. Cool. I well, enjoyed it's it. Been good talking to you again, and thanks oh, yeah. for listening, guys. Thanks for having me, man.
And you might have lots of mimes All over again 